0: Hello again folks, it's early morning here on day two at the wearable technology show and uh, we've been joined by Mr. Raymond Lowe who works for Meta. I didn't get your job title, what was your job title?
1: I'm the CTO as well as the co-founder of the company.
0: Pretty important job.
1: So far so good.
0: For those of you who don't know, Meta is an augmented reality company that's currently hard at work on a set of AR glasses they call space glasses. They promise to bring your inner superhero to life. Uh, allowing the physical and holographic worlds to merge and creating a seamless interplay between the two. CNN have described Meta's tech as making you into a real-life Tony Stark. And if you've seen the Iron Man films, you know what kind of augmented reality tech uh, the Robert Downey Jr. character is rocking in those movies. So that's a pretty big claim. But when you have the father of wearable tech and the godfather of augmented and mediated reality as your chief scientist, just maybe you stand a chance of making that happen. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Raymond and let him tell you all the news that you need to know about Meta, what it's been up to. Raymond, welcome. Thank you for joining me. How are you? And what's happening in your augmented world lately?
1: Well, great. Well, thank you for the introduction. And yes. Maybe most people ask like what we're building, right? A mental reality. Sounds like a really big thing nowadays. Like Iron Man interface. By heart actually it's one of the few that Steve Mann and I study for many, many years. So I joined the lab about eight years ago and then when I see Steve Mann wearing his first first eyeglasses in a classroom and they come to us and say now I can see Wi-Fi signals. It's like, what does it even mean, right? It's like superpower, and and that intrigued me a lot, and I joined the lab, it's like, let's make something happen. So, you can see what's happening in the field today is the technology is coming together. All the sensors, like depth sensing, like now you can see things in 3D. You have really powerful color cameras for so much better noise performance. You have these optical see-through eyeglasses, that's at an affordable price point. They used to be like $20,000. Of oh, $50,000, and now we all have them together. That's what Meta is doing. We integrate the first augmented reality tool, allow developers and people who would like to start in this field to get started. And we shipped it, the unit ever since last year in October. And today we're doing a demo on stage as well, and showing everyone how we can use this tool as the next platform.
0: You're also doing some demos in London as well, I believe. You're doing some at Covent Garden, is that correct? Sorry. Are you doing some demos at Covent Garden as well tomorrow, is it? it? Uh, we have a workshop coming up, yes.
1: Uh, we will actually demonstrating this and teaching artists how to use this tool, like how you can first time, no more cell phone, put the hologram in front of you and interact with it directly. So it's like the time that you can see digital content, break the barrier from a screen. And that is like in the real world, that's interactive.
0: I know you're currently on, I think, is it the second iteration of the dev kit?
1: The one that we're demonstrating today is the first product we're shipping. But we have second generation and first generation coming. And for today, I cannot say exactly the detail, but I can give you this
0: big smile, it's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) What developments are you seeing from the developer community? I mean, um, how is that playing out? It seems like it's kind of, is that like a wild west at the moment? What sort of stuff is coming out of that?
1: Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, Just like last week, we had a hackathon We held it in uh, San Francisco. We have about 100 developers coming in and using the glasses as the tool to enable the vision. So one very good example is one person building an application that look at the person and can see the heart rate. It's like a heart monitor in real time. It's very intriguing. Like, it allows people to enable ideas that they've been dreaming about. And so far, the developers pretty happy with what they can get today, especially this is the first real product, and that gives you all the 3D input, 3D output, so they no longer have to worry about technology because now it's ready for them.
0: I mean, I have to say, uh, from looking at it, the Meta Pro is literally the most amazing AR headwear I've ever seen. Um, uh, From a design point of view, it genuinely looks like something from a well-designed future. (laughs) You know, it's beautiful, Those kind of aviator shades, look, when can we see that product come to market? So that one is, we showed that to a lot of reporter, and
1: we cannot say exact entry day because we're trying to lower the price point every day. That's our job, you know. We're trying to provide the best product with a reasonable price tag. And today, I cannot say the release date exactly, but we have developer taking this prototype and default application on it, and you can see some of the interaction people tried it. Looks first, feel like an aviator eyeglasses and. It's well received. Thank you. Yeah. But I cannot say exactly today. OK, yeah. not ready to commit things to a coming date. up right now because um, we're actually up in the valley, in the mountains. If you come up for a visit, we can give you more information. But publicly, we don't speak a lot about these days yet. I'm sorry, today.
0: That's yeah. OK. It's understandable. You have a product and you're bringing it to market and right. you're not quite ready to release all of the information about it. Um, I mean, obviously we're seeing a lot of movement in the AR space, generally. I mean, there are a lot of companies throwing their sort of augmented reality headsets into the ring, uh, so to speak. So I'd like to ask, what makes Meta different? And what is Meta's vision for AR?
1: Great, so the differentiator, often people ask is like, why are we different from Google Glass, or Oculus Rift, or a lot of different domain in terms of eyewear. I'll give a good example of how Google Glass and us is very different. That was very clear for most people. Google Glass is not real augmented reality. It's like a notification machine at the corner of your eye. It pops out like a notification whenever you need time. You look up at the weird angle, and then you see the time. And you look up again to see information. But it doesn't overlay or register to the real world. What we're addressing is we have a 3D sensing technology, time of flight camera, together with all the gesture input we doing we combine all these elements to create interactions and that is what we are doing so no longer just information like panels that popping around but with hologram that you can interact and touch it's very interesting because most people never even envision that we can touch digital content that's a big differentiator and of course we always interest in doing collaboration too so the glasses allow two people both working on the same hologram wow. and also touch it. And still work in progress, but this is one of the direction we're aiming for. And the next thing, you will see us how we merging the technology, the internet, everything into one headset. And that's what the beauty is, right? Why do you need a cell phone, when you can make phone call with your eyeglasses, <laughs> you can touch the content as you need it, you have all the 3D consumption that you never be able to do on the phone or even on any other media. So now this is the, differentiator for most people. And that's why people are kind of really excited.
0: Yes. I'm excited, just oh, listening I... to you talk about it. I mean, um, something I'm curious about on, on a personal level is Professor Mann is your chief scientist. Yes. Um, and I know that on a historical level, uh, although a lot of this hasn't really been acknowledged yet in many ways, but he is perhaps the pivotal figure in wearable computing. Um, he's blazed a trail in the industry. How much of an influence do his ideas have on how Meta works as a company and on the products we're seeing emerge today?
1: It's an interesting question because i worked with him for many, many years. In a way that our mind merged, <laughs> it becomes like, he's like often coined the thought of wearable. Maybe I'm the son in one day <laughs> right now. I'm carrying on his legacy a little bit. So he played a big influence to uh, a lot of um, idea, um, the implementation of what a glass should be. Like one very simple statement is a glass should be able to help you in everyday life help you to see better. Better in terms of getting information that you need at the right time, but not just clutters. And he always talk about glasses in terms of like what augmented immediate reality is. He give very clear definition of how we design and understand the technology. And when I was working with him in the lab, of course, um, he often give me direction. And one thing I did with him was a high dynamic range video we build an eyeglasses can see the dynamic range of 20 stops. What that means is you can weld with the glasses. And by that time I put it, I was like, whoa, I can see much beyond. I can see application of in many way. So that sort of thing like Steve Ben's providing us is a very long-term vision. Like what a consumer one day can take this glass and how this influence their life. And for him, he's more like, he put himself into the, Position of he put the eyeglasses on his eye every day, right? It's not just uh, do for one day, but he do it for many many years. So a lot of knowledge like how to do proper power consumption, getting the right latency, a lot of things that he dealt with come back to my mind like when it comes to technology. So we know what to aim for. Everything I, I really love my professor. I think that's one of the reasons He's, he give me a lot of good guidance.
0: I have, a, I have an enormous amount of respect for his ideas. Those that I've encountered, sorry, excuse me, I have a bit of a cold. What fascinates me about his work is that um, not only is it technically innovative and brilliant, but it has a very strong moral framework, uh, which is unusual. You know, like the work that he's done on, on surveillance, uh, and his desire to protect the sanctity and privacy of the individual. I mean, his vision of wearable computing is very much based around the protection of personal privacy, you know, even though you're opening yourself up to a connected world, Mm -hmm. to an augmented world, Mm -hmm. you still have control. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's one of the things which I find fascinating about uh, about Meta's philosophy, uh, you know, with with Professor Mann. Um, I know that he's previously spoken about the dangers of systems that uh, misalign visual focus. Yes. Um, How are you guys attempting to address this?
1: Uh, let me answer the two questions, actually. The first is surveillance. I didn't even expect, actually, this is something I really appreciate you, you did the study already. It's one of the things I studied with him is, having a camera, okay, on a human, is really game-changing. Today, if you can see cell phone, you can see how it's shifting the dynamics uh, of surveillance and surveillance. Everyone now can be like a reporter in real time. And that was my masterpiece at that time, real time streaming of content from the person's perspective, no longer up high like hierarchy, like surveillance like looking from above. Surveillance means looking from below or from your perspective. And for us as Meta as well as, you can see now as all the sensory coming together, the glasses always come with a camera to sense the environment. That comes to the question of privacy. But one big shift, I realized is, as long the camera is a, it's a tool, a tool that helps you to see better, all of a sudden people start to forget. Like you didn't even ask the question, what are the cameras for today? Are they capturing photo of me. You actually forgot, you actually say, wow, the camera is so useful to extract information about the world and help us to understand better. And that's a very strong statement because we can see the force shifting. And the second question you asked was,
0: about the misalignment of optics? Yes,
1: optics. That's a very vertical problem in general, called accommodation and convergence. So what we're aiming for for meta is, I cannot say too much is, we have to look into human perception. We have to look into the optical elements, what the limitations are. So we design interface around the scope. And as the technology moves, we increase and overcome one at a time. I think that's a very good strategy. Why? For Professor Mann and I, the understanding is, we try a lot of different approaches. When it comes to the last generation of the eyeglasses, he's using laser. Laser allow you to see with any depth of focus. And from there, we think about what's next, right? There's light field technology, there's a lot of technology that allow you to put your information to your eye. So from a perspective, we first nail one at a time, and we create a very good interface to make sure we work within the scope. So that it doesn't hurt your eye. Yeah. And but we're always looking into way to advance that field as part of the company vision. And that's why I say everyday life. When it comes to everyday life, we'll solve all this problem as a you know, as a scientist, as a pioneer, as an entrepreneur, we gotta address all that.
0: It's fascinating. I mean the thing that I that interests me greatly about about Meta is that you are a company with a vision uh, that has a substantial history. It's a vision uh, won by physical hard work, by daily reality, by confronting the challenges on a daily basis and attempting to overcome them. I mean, we we talk about products like Google Glass as if they are defining uh, an era of wearable computing and I remember Professor Mann effectively having designed a product similar to that. considerable time ago and having discarded it as inadequate Mm -hmm. uh, and moved on to a better product. Um, You know, those kinds of things are possibly not well known yet, but they're substantially true. Mm -hmm. My last question uh, for you, Raymond, would be um, if you could describe the benefits of augmented uh, reality technology uh, and the kinds of future that you think it will bring about and the kinds of future that that Meta is trying to bring about with this, what would you say and where do you think this technology is gonna take us? So,
1: it's actually a big question as well. uh, where the company is heading, we start looking into something called new humanism. Is We would like to have the eyeglasses connect to human brain better, have an understanding of how we behave. That's why we designed the glasses, to where we gesture naturally. You don't need to say, not like magically, exactly. You don't want to remotely accessing things like magically, like how I touch the object here. Like on the table today, I touched it, it should react. And you have the tactile. And that's what we're aiming. We want to make sure we create a computer that works with your brain. That's the number one thing. And work with your eye, work with your human. It's a computer for humans, yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's, not, it's, cool. something, it's not something sitting on the desk, it's sitting with you, on you, on your body. So that's the number one rule. We're creating that computer that works with your brain. And how does it, important is like in everyday life, this will be an enhancer, multiplying your intelligence, right? It's like an amplifier. Phone does it very well today. It's give you location, give you like force overseas. You can talk to people very remotely. They like superpower. You think about it. It's like something they dream in a lot of movie, like sci-fi. And we're putting that into our everyday life. And you can see augmented reality, is just a step forward. Instead of having these panels everywhere, Finally, you're directly attacking the problem, put it back to the human, put it onto your eye, and you complete the solution once for all. And that's what we're aiming for. The company is trying to create this everyday computer that works for your brain and works very well. And it takes a lot of effort. I'm not gonna lie, it's the hardest, most (laughs) challenging job you can ever get in the planet. And that's why we're hiring people to join our team every day, and yeah.
0: One of the things that, that, you know, there are many things that fascinate me about the the work that that Professor Mann has done. I also, I remember reading a statement of his where he said that he felt that part of the reason why augmented reality was important was because augmenting humans is a way to enable us to, to deal with the complexities of the intelligences that we're creating which are digital i.e. that when we live in a world which is which is policed by and run by and uh, manipulated by machines which in some senses have highly intelligent algorithms behind them, uh, potentially that will develop even further, um, we need to augment ourselves in order that we don't become subservient, that, that we still maintain control, uh, that we that, that we are able to develop uh, as human beings and still maintain essentially what we are and that to me is, that's also very humanistic, it, right. you know, it's a human-centered vision of computing. So and that,
1: that aligned a vision of the company and And the reason I jump in immediately is that gives me that chill right now. Exactly is the moment that you wear the eyeglasses, and having the computer, the human interwine. I'll give one example. Actually, it's a real example I wear the glasses. I have glasses that measure distance and see in the dark. And I wear them for half a year. So it's so intriguing because people try many years to solve these computer vision problem, doing tracking, doing a lot of things like, human can do best. Okay, let's <laughs> get back on that. <laughs> I don't quite know what that was. <laughs> right. A lot of things human can do best, a machine d- doesn't do very well. But the moment you intertwine these two, magic happens. I'll give you one example, is when I try to measure distance of an object, and I want to find region of interest, a region that I want to measure. If you ask a computer to guess what we want to see, it's very, very difficult. But when you put the eyeglasses on, you naturally move your head to look at it. It's as simple as look at it. Yeah. And that's very powerful. It's when you have human and computer merging mind. And that's what I'm interested in, and what Professor in, I'm interested in, the company is interested in. The brain, the computer, one together. And it's hard. I am put it up front and everyone welcome to come and join us for this challenging problem.
0: Uh, it's going to be a very exciting journey. Yeah, yeah. Really interested to see what you guys come up with and really interested to see where you go. I, I believe that you continue to be at the very edge <laughs> of what's happening uh, and you'll continue to innovate and to a large extent I believe other people will be following what you do. Um, Raymond, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk mm-hmm. to you uh, and uh, I wish you and Meta All the very best in the future. Thank you, John.